Hello and welcome to Awakening Miracles. My name is Alita McDaniel. I am your host. Today we're talking about the illusion of comfort. So when happiness is conditional, it can be lost in an instant. And we think that happiness is comfort. Anything that we attach to in temporary moments can and will be taken away from us. So why is it that we place such power in those fragments of time? See, it goes back to a soul-based craving for comfort from our source that we see with our physical eyes as a need for material comfort. There's a disconnect. The Course in Miracles says, the children of God are entitled to the perfect comfort that comes from perfect trust. Until they achieve this, they waste themselves and their true creative powers on useless attempts to make themselves more comfortable by inappropriate means. Think about it. Anytime you've had a rough day at work and use something to numb the suffering, you're choosing a temporary source that will only mask it. As we all know, it won't work to resolve the actual root cause. Although it does make for a fun moment of a mental getaway. The attachment to this numbing agent becomes a pattern when we avoid looking for the blessing and or lesson in the suffering. It's as though we're unconsciously avoiding the healing such that we can stay stuck in the identity with the suffering. It gives us kind of an out in life and sometimes a really cool story to tell while we're at the bar drinking our sorrows away. I've been there before. I was a food addict for many years. I thought I wanted out of the suffering. Not until I actually got out of it did I realize that I really wanted to stay suffering while I was in it. Because back then, I didn't have to show up for life as long as I always had the suffering. I always had an excuse with chronic illness and depression to avoid my feelings of unworthiness and shame from past mistakes. A Course in Miracles goes on to say the real means are already provided and do not involve any effort on their, their being the children of God part. See, what I didn't realize was I didn't trust myself to make the right decisions. Based on my internal judgment of past mistakes, I was stuck. I also did not trust God to deliver me from the self-inflicted suffering I had created. Right, The means were already provided. It didn't involve any effort on my part. I just need to let God deliver me from it. And I always tell clients that our level of trust towards God is directly related to our toward or to our ability to trust ourselves. And since mine was at an absolute zero, like I literally had no way of placing my faith in something that I felt was literally condemning me or someone or right. Of course, the miracle says whenever you are afraid, you are deceived and your mind cannot serve the Holy Spirit. This starves you by denying you your daily bread. They, the children of God, must learn to look upon the world as a means of healing the separation from God. I was literally so afraid. I was afraid of my potential. I was afraid of my failures. I was afraid of who I may have hurt when I made mistakes in my past. I was afraid of, afraid of my past, my present, and my future. I was completely cut off in my beliefs. And no matter how many times I may have redeemed myself, the self-judgment in me prevailed. Hence, no faith or surrender to God. 
Food was my drug of choice. I lived in emotional pain so deep that I would see a coupon for a pizza delivery. I would order the pizza just because it was cheap, then proceed to eat the entire pizza behind the comfort of my closed doors to the point of passing out. It was way too easy to just put myself in a food coma and not have to deal with the world. Like seeking comfort in the disconnect of a junk food induced comatose was my go-to. There was zero value for my life. In fact, I remember begging God to take my life many times. Instead, God took a stand for me, loved me no matter what, and believed that I was perfect. I could tell you stories of being on the brink multiple times that would send chills up one's spine. And still, like I had to die in 2012 to stop fighting against God's love. When you finally allow yourself to feel this kind of love, you never want to go back. Being in human form is one of the most limiting experiences we will ever have as spiritual beings, mainly due to the constraints of the five senses. If we don't see it, feel it, hear it, taste it, or smell it, well then, it must not be real. And yet, everything good in life is beyond these senses. See, we focus on lack because we can't observe abundance with our senses. And so we become realists, avidly fighting to prove that what's beyond cannot and must not exist. The irony here is that in order to truly know God on a level that is not of this world, we must embrace the sensory experience that is not of this world. To seek comfort in source means that we must discern between quick fixes and that absolute infinite divine love that is source. We must learn to surrender. We've got to surrender into the knowing that every aspect of life is a gift and celebrate it as such not just when it's convenient or comfortable. It's one thing to say I'm happy because God has blessed me with all these amazing people and things. It's another thing to say that I'm happy because I choose to be. You'll hear more people say God is good when they get what they want, but condemn God for taking things that they've attached their happiness to away. And yet, it's in those moments when we struggle to understand why things are happening that we can actually lean into the pain and find the blessing. Instead of cursing God for taking our comfort away, we can give thanks for the transformations that are actually coming through the pain. We can choose to be happy despite the suffering, choose to be blissful through the struggle. It's our focus that allows us permission to realize that comfort is not always the answer. The comfort in God is fulfilling at a soul level and helps us to find the lessons so we can learn and move on rather than masking temporarily and perpetuating the struggle longer through time. Once we find the lesson, we can learn the lesson and be done. So I ask, what are you numbing out in your life? What methods are you or have you used to mask the suffering? And how can you lean into the pain in order to see the lesson in it and end your need to keep repeating the same pattern. I hope this message touched your heart and sparked you to look at the limitations that you're still holding yourself in. 
And if this message resonates with you, feel free to subscribe, share this with someone you know who also needs to hear the message. And I will talk with you in our next episode. Namaste.